Welcome to the Daily Dose of Dillingham. Here is your host and frontline commander of the humanitarian New World Order, John Dillingham. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to your Daily Dose of Dillingham. This is episode number 92. I'm your host, John Dillingham. 12.04 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. May 26, 2022. Hope everyone's doing good out there. Hope everyone's being safe. Um, I've decided to uh, to take a few minutes to kind of discuss the uh, the recent event in Texas, which you're all probably aware of at this point in time. Um, and I, because I, I kind of gave it some time to settle in my mind over the last 24 hours since I read that headline yesterday. I know it happened on Tuesday, but I think there's a lot of people that still just need time to process what happened. Um, and with that being said, I completely am not at all happy that we still have this occurring in the United States. I was definitely well aware of uh, the event. 10 years ago, um, I don't even like saying these names because you've heard them a million times, so I'm just going to refer to these as events. Um, <clears throat> but regarding both both of these events, innocent lives lost, um, etc., etc., I'm not going to bore you with the same cliche statements that we've heard a million times, and we're all tired of hearing them because, quite frankly, if we lived in a more sustainable society... I'll put it that way. We wouldn't have these types of issues. Um, The problem is that we don't have a sustainable society right now. We don't have our homeless looked after. We don't have our people living in poverty looked after and educated properly. This is bigger than just a gun problem, guys. This is an education problem. This is a problem with the communities that these people grow up in. This is a problem with the families they grow up in. This is much, much bigger than just if we ban guns, it won't happen because they just find another weapon. Um, I, As a result of me dealing with this since the 90s, since Columbine, okay? I mean, I remember when that happened, I was still in high school. It was alarming to everybody. And no one, um, because we were all, and here's the thing, up until that point, we were all just assholes to each other in high school. And, and I'm sure it continues to this day amongst rings of friends. Bullying was just something you dealt with, man. It's just some everyday life. And we'd all bully each other. Everybody did. And um, when that hit, and with the, you know, the continuous innocent lives after that lost, younger and younger it seems, right? Um... My fictional project in the back of my head uh, took fruition as a basically a squad of crime-fighting individuals, some reformed criminals, um, but essentially the, the critical element here is that every single one of them was an inline skater, rollerblader, whatever you want to call them. Um, and I invented an entire organization of agents that I came up with in my head, just different personalities and characteristics given to each of them and uh, I've recently just started releasing video storyboards for this fictional book online and I was very careless at first um, because it the way I came out with everything cokeandguns.biz it looked like a criminal organization but in reality it's a crime-fighting organization under the under the mask 
of a major criminal operation, basically. Like, just throwing it out there in your face, but um, really trying to crack down on the real problems in society. So anyway, um, I did make the profile 21 and up after a while because I realized I didn't want young kids seeing this and thinking, oh man, this is so cool to just skate around with guns and, you know, and I've never shown a body either. Um, I've never shown actual violence. It's mostly just, it's men dancing with guns is probably the most hilarious way to put it, but it's true, um, on skates. And I've pretty much got, I got rid of the guns. I just left them in a public location a long time ago. Um, and whoever got them, got them. I just kind of let them go back into the, into the universe. And I decided after I got every shot that I wanted on skates with guns and had everything kind of documented, I was done with it and I moved on. Um, and so for anyone kind of wondering about what that whole project is, that's, that's what it is. It's, it's reforming criminals it's taking people that already are on the side of you know the good and just putting them all together in a crazy society of inline skaters that fight crime and go into different missions and things like that i've been building it slowly over the last couple years um with COVID and everything this was kind of my like solution to all the bad in the world all the problems in the world was this just a, yet another crime fighting organization um, of just very, very uh, loose personalities, interesting personalities, rude personalities, all that kind of culminating into one fictional storyline. Um, but I, I just want to go out on the record here today and saying I don't condone any kind of gun violence. I don't think it's cool. I don't think it's, um, I don't think it's something that I'll put it this way, we should show to kids under 21 years, and I think there's even some 21-year-olds who probably shouldn't be made uh, aware of, of glorifying gun violence or of, of saying this is the solution to all of our problems. The solution to all of our problems regarding all this gun violence is talking to each other, um, listening to these kids that have these problems, understanding where they're coming from um, you know if it's someone that doesn't have any friends listen to what they have to say and and just talk to these people because they're not going to talk to you they're not going to come up to you um, if you hear someone kind of like that example I gave a few podcasts ago of some kid talking about shooting up shooting somebody in front of little kids this is exactly what I'm talking about Someone like that needs someone to listen to them, or at least call them out on what they're doing. He that night, again, I look back and say, like, what would what would this person have done had an adult like me had not stood up to him and said, look, you need to not do that around kids. Where would that have escalated to? So this is, and and even if you're 15, 14, whatever, and you and you hear another kid talking about shooting up somebody. Don't say, oh, cool, man. Yeah, I hope I get to see it. Like, say, dude, what's wrong with you? You've got to call people out on this. And whoever they have the issue with, or for whatever reason they're planning on doing this, tell them they're nuts. And taking innocent lives is not going to get them anywhere closer to their goal than they than they are now. It's only going to make their goal look like the, the thought of a crazy person, first of all. And second of all... Uh, you're going to completely undermine what you're trying to prove to everybody. So 
<clears throat> all that said, uh, again, this is horrible what's happening, but after thinking about this for a decade, literally, in the back of my mind, I think we definitely need more education out there for these communities that grow up where there's kids growing up in poverty. Um, and it's all different races too like we always have this this stigma place like it's only the black communities or it's only the hispanic communities or it's only the poor white trash or whatever that were thrown under the bus that day it's all these communities there's violence in all of them no matter what color that community is and it's horrible to look at it as a racial problem because it's it's simply an educational problem plain and simple it's not difficult So there you go. We need to put our put our money into our teachers. I was actually, we give one more little quick story. I was actually um, helping a teacher get to the grocery store the other day, giving her a lift, and um, I kind of asked her about critical race theory and and what she thought about what was going on with the current curriculum. And her statement was, we we uh, we just need to take it back to the basics. We need to get you know teach history as it truly happened, obviously. Trying, you know, we can't hide things from these kids because they're going to find out online or they're going to see something online that's completely bogus, right? It, unfortunately, we have this problem of misinformation too that just it really skews people's perspectives. So, that's another major issue we need to be aware of is you know, websites that are just putting out bogus information or skewing perspective of perspectives of certain things that, uh, that truly aren't as bad as they they're made out to be um, I mean it goes all different ways you you already know if you're my age or in your 30s or even 20s you're probably quote-unquote aware or awake or woke or whatever about about these issues Hello, pardon me there um, so anyway just putting that out there for everybody um, and this is you know this is all of our communities everywhere that are impacted by this. Just had to think, just had to break, you know, break there for a second, you know. So, all that being said, let's get into some headlines and see what we got going on today. All right, we still have the headlines about the shooting. Not going to go into that. Um, Bet Beto O'Rourke interrupts Greg Albert at school shooting press conference. You are doing nothing. So obviously, some passion already coming across the political lines here. Um, BBC six hours ago, Texas shooting. Where does U.S. gun control go from here? See, they're already throwing gun control, gun reform from CBS Evening News. Um, and again, this should read not only uh, some type of gun reform, right? Obviously, we're this kid allegedly was given this this uh, AR-15 assault rifle for a for as a birthday gift that he used against in this event so we have to keep in mind things like that occurring um, really need to be looked at closely um, it, this is again this is an educational issue this is you know people that 
have no empathy handed these weapons and then set out into the world on their own. You know, free to do whatever they wish. Alright, uh, continuing on here. Um, the next U.S. abortion battle is over pills and it's already begun. Reuters.com five hours ago. How Tess Mata's family came to learn she'd be slain in Uvalde. Washington Post 13 hours ago. I don't want to read that. That sounds terrible. Um, for me, these are recommendations for me. At first in Yellowstone, a man in Tesla proves his ingenuity. A first in Yellowstone, a man in Tesla proves his ingenuity. For the win. Let's check it out. Ron Sturbins. Disable my ad blocker. Here we go. Once. Continue to cite. Ron Sturbins. This is from David Sturge, by the way, May 24, 12.01 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Ron Sturbin, Sturbins, a frequent visitor to Yellowstone National Park, was driving in Lamar Valley north of Soda Butte when he noticed a Tesla pulled over with a Starlink internet hookup on its hood and a man inside. At a destination known for sightings of bison, wolves, and bears, and for the overall beauty of the park, the sight of a Starlink on a car parked in Lamar Valley was quite odd, and a Yellowstone first, at least for Starbins. Sturbins, good grief. I thought the person, we got Starlink and Sturbins, so forgive me here. I thought the person was trying to charge the car, and that's that was why I pulled over, and perhaps they needed help, Starbins told USA Today for the win outdoors. I also thought maybe the Tesla needed service since the wires went under the hood or maybe it needed to connect. After seeing the person seemed okay, I drove on. Later, Sturbins learned the man was using the internet connection for work, putting a whole different spin on the abnormal sighting. If you work remotely, what better place to do so than Yellowstone? A big congrats to him for the ingenuity, Starbins told FTW Outdoors. I was a bit jealous. I didn't have that set up so I could jump on Webex calls. I'd never seen anyone with a portable Starlink roadside on the hood in the park. Te takes work from home to a whole new level. Work from really anywhere. Yep, that's cool. Alright. So the guy was just working. His home office was parked in Yellowstone. I guess that's a perk of working for Tesla. Um, Apple will soon require iOS apps to offer account deletion option. Good. That's something we should have had a long time ago. There's so many bogus accounts and random apps I probably have still out there to this day that were used for just like 10 minutes to realize this app sucks. Everyone's got a story like that. Um... I guess we'll leave it there. I'm going to look at the market real quick, and then uh, i got to get going. i got a special trip today to make, so wish me luck there, guys. And Godspeed, perhaps. Um, everything's kind of down today. Bitcoin's at 29.642.45% up. Tron Coin's at 0.28%. Oh, just uh, jumped a 1% increase at uh, point, or 8.5 cents. Everything I have on my list is down from there, including XRP, which is at 39 cents today. 1.54% um, decrease. Mana's down 1.8% to $1.03. Um, XYO is still below a penny. 
Um, again, I'm not going to freak out until we get below double uh, eight, for example, with um, ISO or XYO, excuse me. These coins, um, they have a tendency to look like they're in a downtrend when they're really still in an uptrend. This coin is prime example of that. We're dipping a little bit below an upward trend, but I'm still seeing an uptrend. Um, and there's definitely a critical floor right around 0 .008 and another one around 0 .007. Um, so anytime you're, you're looking at your corn prices and you don't know how to read candles, that's fine. A lot of people don't. Just remember there's, there's all-time lows in these coins that that's kind of what we're looking for for these coins to go below. And if they don't go below that... Um, it's basically going sideways and we've been doing that since the 12th pretty much with all these coins So just uh, you know make you feel a little bit better with everything here if you're in, as highly invested as me and a lot of my friends are um, You just got to learn to flow with it and um, I was I was thinking just a moment ago before I started the podcast you really have to glide with the lows and ride the highs, or vice versa. Glide with the highs and kind of ride out the lows. That's probably a better way to, to do it. Because anytime you got a low period, you just got to ride with it. And, you know, when you're floating high on, you know, you're up 10x, 12x, 15x on a certain coin, you got to learn to glide on that. And, uh, yeah, and just realize, hey, you could be back, you know, rock bottom and two or three days with this coin so these emotion uh you can't let your emotions get caught up in this stuff i've been doing doing this for about three years now and uh definitely separating my emotions from from this money realizing that i have a job too or i'm always going to be making money i'm going to be out there doing my thing for the community as best as i can um, these things will keep you floating. You definitely need some kind of job if you're an investor. Um, whether it pay, you know, the pay is irrelevant, right? As long as you have some form of income as an investor, you're good to go. And that's real talk right there. You just, for whatever reason, you have to have something, whatever it is. For me, it's driving and selling books. Um, so yeah. That's all I got today, ladies and gentlemen. We're about 19 minutes. Thank you very much for listening. Again, everybody be safe out there. Talk to these kids. Let them know what's up. Be an adult. Be an ex shine as a leader and an example to these kids. That's what we need out there right now more than ever. We need leaders. Um, hugs for days, obviously. Um, and just talk to these kids. All right. Love you guys. And as always... Say hi to your mom for me.